Are you stuck, overwhelmed, and burned out? It's not your fault. The prevalent advice given to entrepreneurs is broken. Go all in, maximize productivity at all costs, and live to work. Hi, this is Susie DeVille, founder and CEO of the Innovation and Creativity Institute. In my transformational book, Buoyant, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Becoming Wildly Successful, Creative, and Free, I share a much easier path to success, joy, and flow. Through life-changing insights and exercises, I reveal how to transmute feelings of overwhelm and fear into decisive action and confidence by tapping into your innate creativity. Buoyant is a celebration of the human spirit, which inspires us to wake up and reach our intuitive longings. It powerfully prompts you to accept the grand adventure of living your true nature as you effortlessly connect with and captivate your market. It's time to set yourself free and live an artful life of ease. Buoyant is available wherever books are sold. I am happy to announce that every Wednesday I'll be joined by Dr. Forrest Sauer. He's a chiropractor and the founder of Twin Oaks Health, an alternative medicine practice that specializes in helping people manage complex health problems like diabetes, thyroid disease, fatigue, and depression. Today, we're going to be talking about an interesting article that uh, Dr. Forrest sent me called Furry Friends and Friendliness. And of course, I love that. Dr. Forrest, welcome. I'm super excited about these segments we're going to be doing. Absolutely. Me too. I'm happy to be back. Now, you got these from Science Daily, your source for the latest research news. And this article, Furry Friends Ease Depression, Loneliness After Spousal Loss. I mean, right when I read that, I think, of course. But tell us a little bit about this study. Well, I thought this was a really, really interesting study when, you know, it was just done in 2019. And the scientist specifically was interested in understanding alternatives to how can you start buffering against spousal loss, whether it be from divorce or death. And yeah. they, what they found is that persistent loneliness um, is obviously associated with greater risks of mortality, faster onset of disability, which you know is obviously the downward spiral into health. But having a pet replaces that almost completely to where people who have, pet, have pets have no negative side effects. And I thought it was really interesting going on. The, the uh, scientist goes on to say, you know, when faced with a stressful event, we might lean on a pet for support, right. you know, whether it be physically, but, you know, also, honestly, most of the time, it's more emotional support than, than physical. And, uh, and they're not going to tell you that you're a bad person. They're just going to simply <laughs> love on you. Uh, that's that's right. specifically for dogs. I have a cat and cats are not going to uh, be that unconditional love <laughs> as much as dogs are. But. Well, you know, it's funny you say about the physical, because for me, that physical affection with the dogs that I get, especially with my dog, Blue, is so incredibly important. And I think especially when you lose a spouse and you don't have that contact from a person. It's not going to replace it, but it's certainly going to help if you're sitting alone on your couch crying versus having someone you're holding and is looking your face or looking at you or just being there. It makes a huge difference for, I would think, for a multitude of events. Well, it's like you said, it, it's that contact. It's that touch. It's it's the fact that that 
you're not alone. You're not doing this alone. And if there's anything that has been proven over the past several years, it's the fact that isolation and loneliness is very detrimental to your health. Yes. And what this study is simply showing is that, okay, if we don't want to, you know, find another mate, whether it be, you know, a human or otherwise, it's okay to find, it is okay to find that companionship in an animal. And if it's be for, you know, the long term or short term, it's, it's something that can help replace a lot of that companionship and increase that, that method of, of connectedness. And I thought it was really interesting one of the one of the key points about the study, the researcher noted that additional studies uh, should be conducted to you know see if this is actually factual. They always say that, but what this one said suggested that the reason for the no negative side effects when you have a pet, it's because you feel like you matter to someone. Yeah, I think that's super significant. I mean, they matter to you, you matter to them. On on my show, Dog-Eared, I had a wonderful uh, professor and canine scientist who wrote a book called Dog is Love, Why and How Our Dog Loves Us, which scientifically proved that dogs love us. And, and you know, the loneliness, and I've talked about this on Health Power before, it is really problematic and it causes a lot of health problems. What have you seen in your practice? Have you had any patients confide in you that they're lonely or have you seen any, or can you gauge anything from their behavior? I I see a huge difference in people who are alone uh, to people who maybe live alone, but they still have a community. Like the, the most common is, you know, couples who are no longer together, whether it be divorced or widowed. And it is it is really mind blowing at the significant difference, not just in physical health. You know, like we we, we want to be optimally physically healthy. We don't want to gain weight. We want to have our hormones back in balance. But it's almost the emotional wellness that I think is the bigger and more significant thing that I see. People who have church have small groups whether it be, you know, in church or, or otherwise, I don't really care, but you have sure. a group, you go to the gym and you have a group at the gym that you're interacting with on a regular basis, you have that sense of community. And I think that is the biggest impact. And really, if, if there's lessons to be learned in the past several years, that should be the biggest takeaway that we are not meant to operate optimally in isolation. We are meant to operate as a community to lean on one another, you know, having this lone wolf mentality really is, has been glorified uh, for the past several years or many, many years. And I don't think there's anything that could be further from the truth. And, you know, not only do does having a pet can re- completely replace a, a loved one or a significant other and give you that sense of meaning, but also we need each other. Well, when I first moved here, I didn't know anybody. I'd never lived on the East Coast. Grew up in California, then lived in Hawaii. So this was like a big change. And I got a dog and it was my first dog, Bailey. And it was amazing. And Bailey and I would just drive around New England and and just go to different places and explore. And I've mentioned this on Dog Eared, but when you're walking around with a dog, people talk to you. If I was walking around by myself, no one's just going to be talking to me unless they're like, oh, I like your outfit. You know, that, that's me. I went, oh, where's your, where's your hair done? You know? Because I'm such an extrovert, but I think having that, you know, when you have a dog that you can walk around, you're going to meet people. When I first lived here, I had all my friends were dog people. They're all people that I met walking the dog. People want the full story. Just go to the show notes. I'll have the link right to the article again. 
Science Daily, your source for the latest research news. This is Furry Friends Ease Depression Loneliness After Spousal Loss. Now, I know I, I focused on dogs, but I think a cat could help, a hamster, a rabbit. I actually interviewed a woman on dog here, Sarah Hodgson, who's fantastic. She's written 12 books on dog training, and she has emotional support rabbits. And we had done a FaceTime call. And she just showed me this, these rabbits, I don't know, they're just super mellow and they just sit on your chest they don't bite They don't, and, and you just stroke them. I mean, you know how soft a rabbit is. That's pretty yes. darn soothing, yeah. right, doctor? I mean, that's pretty nice. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably stick that under my shirt and just let it sit there. Just like, yeah, take that in. That would be amazing. Uh, that's not, yeah, those are not the kind of rabbits uh, that I grew up with. The ones that I grew up with, they did bite. But it's interesting that you say like, yes, dogs are very beneficial, but it's not just dogs. There's actually another study done that linked pets with, with better health. And uh, just a really short statement from there oh, sure. is the researcher discovered that in this study that they did, the strength and emotional bond with pets did not statistically differ by animal species. Meaning people in the sample that they did on average felt as emotionally close to their dog as they would to their guinea pig. Right. That is so cool. I've heard and I've spoken with veterinarians who've said, you know what makes a great pet? A rat. And people go, oh my God. No, really. They're easy to train. They'll sit right on your shoulder or right on your chest. I mean, maybe you don't want a rat on your chest, but my daughter loves rodents. So she's always showing me these pictures of super cute rats. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different animals. You know, fish, I would say, aren't going to do too much for you. They're pretty to look at, but (laughs) they're going to ease your broken heart. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Who are we to judge? (laughs) That's right. If you love fish, go for it. All right. Dr. Sauer, how do we find out all about you and your great work? You can simply go to twinoakshealth.com. We have lots of resources there to help as many people as possible. Specifically, we help people increase energy, decrease inflammation. If you have a thyroid problem, uh, we're kind of the thyroid whispers. So you can go ahead and research us there. All right. Sounds great. Everybody keep coming back to Health Power and check out Dog Eared and follow me at Lisa Davis MPH on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Thanks so much. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis. MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.